words on water. Welcome to Words on Water, a podcast from the Water Environment Federation. Going to dive into some topics today around carbon redirection, and very glad to be helped through this topic by Ander Kalaskainer. He is founder of Kalaskainer Water Technologies. Ander, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, uh, you're welcome, Travis. Uh, glad to be here. Yeah, so this is, uh, you know, I'm a communications guy, and I, I try to grasp these technical subjects, and I'm always grateful for people like you that bring such expertise and can help me understand these and then also dive into it a bit deeper for our audience. Uh, and this is a, these are topics you're going to be uh, featuring at, at WefTech Connect. We wanted to preview this a little bit for folks. Could you start out explaining what is carbon diversion? Uh, sure, sure, uh, absolutely. I mean, Carbon diversion is uh, actually something I'm uh, fairly uh, excited to be a part of in my profession. Uh, it is definitely one of the hot topics in our industry. So, uh, and wastewater is uh, rich in organics, uh, and uh, organics uh, meaning carbon. So, organic carbon is the energy-rich component of wastewater. So, uh, in, in, in conventional treatment means, uh, we need to uh, oxidize the organics to make it a stable compound before discharging uh, to an effluent uh, water body or before reusing it. And uh, to oxidize organic, we, 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 we use aeration. And aeration is typically the most in energy intensive uh, portion of wastewater treatment. Uh, it typically accounts 40 to 60% of uh, energy consumption in a water resource recovery facility. So there's a great uh, emphasis on reducing this aeration power consumption. And uh, carbon, as I mentioned before, is an energy rich component of wastewater. Mm. So and it kind of doesn't make much sense to use power to make this uh, energy-rich component stable. Mm -hmm. So instead of uh, using power to make it stable, what we are trying to do is to recover energy out of that. So carbon direction is simply diverting carbon going from uh, going going from secondary treatment uh, aeration biological units to anaerobic digestive process. So by decreasing the amount of carbon going to the secondary aeration system, we decrease the aeration power requirement, and also we increase the amount of uh, organic content going to the digester. So as the organic content going to the digester increases, we increase the digester gas production. So this kind of, uh, in simple words, words, that's what carbon redirection is. And, uh, and primary clarifiers, the conventional method of uh, carbon diversion uh, in, a, in a water resource recovery facility, 
but now there's uh, there are so many different uh, technologies more advanced primary treatment technologies such as primary filtration primary effluent filtration microscreens rotating bowel filters as well as some biological processes to increase the amount of carbon diversion in a water resource recovery facility wow thank you i i have a much better understanding now um and i am are we seeing more facilities uh working on or doing carbon redirection is this is this a trend now it absolutely is a trend because uh i mean i think it everything i mean the 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 the, the dynamics we see in our industry the energy efficiency going towards a net zero plant it all ties together carbon redirection advanced nutrient removal so carbon redirection is definitely a good portion. I sometimes call it the low-hanging fruit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, it's the easiest way to recover energy because it's so rich in wastewater is so rich in uh, energy because of the organic carbon content. So uh, I mean, in the past, and uh, we 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 tried to stabilize this organic content. Now we are thinking about okay let's don't do that let's don't you let's don't use power for that let's just recover energy out of it and the economics uh mm. doing this uh, not just the energy savings economics but also the capital cost savings uh mm. are uh, great with the carbon redirection technologies so it's environmentally it, it it makes environmental sense it decreases a, 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 a energy uh, consumption it most of it sometimes and actually most of the times it actually decreases the footprint of mm. a water resource recovery facility so there's a big interest and it's, it's definitely one of the hot topics uh, big, uh, bigger trends in our industry well, I mean, yeah, there's so many wins that come out of that from reducing that huge amount of energy uh, used uh, and then also gaining energy on the other side. And so, like you said, the economics really make a, a ton of sense there. Um, you mentioned you mentioned advanced nutrient removal, um, advanced nutrient removal, carbon redirection. These things coexist or does that pre prevent present a challenge to have both of these things happening or what how, how does that work I, 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 advanced nutrient removal and carbon redirection i think they have advanced uh, independently from each other but now we do realize lots of uh, synergies between these two uh, advanced uh, treatment systems in primary and in secondary treatment sections uh, they they when combined together, sometimes uh, it makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So uh, such as uh, so like like the uh, like one of the carbon redirection uh, technologies, primary filtration or primary effluent filtration, we do remove up to six to to sixty to eight seventy percent of organic content from wastewater in a primary treatment step. So this is really uh, a big step from conventional primary treatment. In a conventional primary treatment system, we, we get about 25 to 35% BOD removal. But with some advanced primary treatment, carbon redirection systems, we get this removal efficiency all the way up to 60 to 70%, which is really high. Mm 
Yeah. And sometimes uh, this doesn't work uh, as well with a conventional activated sludge system where we try to remove uh, nitrates uh, because we do require certain amount of carbon for the denitrification kinetics to work. Uh, there's a ratio between the carbon and available nitrogen for denitrification to work. But as I mentioned earlier, uh, aeration is the highest energy consumption in wastewater treatment. So, independent of advanced primary treatment redirection, carbon redirection, there's quite a bit of uh, projects, research and development uh, projects for advanced nutrient removal to decrease the aeration, uh, to decrease the energy consumption in secondary treatment. And mm. one of them is, for example, uh, is uh, is a shortcut nitrogen removal because nitrification uh, which is a conversion of ammonia ammonia to nitrate is a very uh, energy intensive process and uh, which is required in most plants uh, uh, these days so is so with shortcut nitrogen removal uh, what we envision is separation of carbon removal step from the nitrogen removal step mm. So with a minimum amount of uh, carbon that's left after an advanced primary treatment step, we are able to remove that nitrogen with this small amount of remaining carbon. So the, some, of the, uh, some of these advanced primary treatment methods, such as primary filtration, really work well with the advanced nutrient removal technologies, such as uh, mainstream shortcut nitrogen removal. And there's also another benefit that we now realize a lot more. Uh, so uh, the, the conventional method of carbon redirection, as I mentioned earlier, is clarification, which is a gravitational process. But now we do rely more on physical processes uh, with, with using 5 micron, 10 micron, or maybe 100 micron, very small pore size. So. Just, just to uh, summarize this, uh, the primary effluent has a much smaller particle size compared to conventional primary treatment. Mm. And having smaller particles increase the biological kinetics uh, quite a bit. And there are some other emerging technologies used for advanced nutrient removal, such as aerobic granular sludge, or uh, engineered microorganisms mm. uh, and all of these technologies work much better with uh, soluble organic content or colloidal organic content and the and the in carbon redirection technologies that's actually one of the main objectives uh, we try to do to get the particulate uh, BOD out just to uh, just to obtain a soluble BOD, very small colloidal BOD remaining in the effluent, primary effluent, so the emerging advanced nutrient removal mechanisms can uh, work much much more efficiently. Ah, fascinating science behind all of this. <laughs> it's incredible, um, and it's just interesting to see how things change and change and change, and new discoveries are made and. It, generates new opportunities. One of the other uh, topics I wanted to ask you about to, to learn uh, is about cellulose removal and recovery. What is that and why is that important? 
Yeah, Cyril's removal recovery is yeah, quite interesting. I mean, I was just talking about this uh, with my wife today. <laughs> 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 I, I was telling her about this podcast, and I'm very excited about being uh, being your guest today. Uh, I mean, uh, m- m- municipal wastewater has lots of uh, suspended solids in it, and a significant portion of the suspended solids comes from cellulose fibers, which are actually toilet paper. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I first heard about this, actually, I was also uh, quite uh, impressed by, by, by it. I mean, mm-hmm. we're trying to recover cellulose from wastewater and uh, make it a usable product. And this is just yeah. fascinating. Uh, this is absolutely fascinating. But <laughs> it's not just the cellulose. I mean, I, I, I think uh, there's a big paradigm shift in our industry. It's not wastewater treatment plants anymore. It's water resource recovery facilities. So cellulose is one. Mm. We, we also try to recover phosphorus uh, and nitrogen compounds. Uh, but but uh, coming back to your question about cellulose, uh, the we, we are able to remove, uh, recover cellulose with some of the technologies I already mentioned about, uh, primary filters or rotating belt filters. It's actually technically fairly easy. Hmm. But then we do have to process this to convert it to a raw material, clean product. And there's obviously a, multiple steps more before we can actually uh, return the cellulose to a marketable product such as uh, construction material. Hmm. It, it is used in insulation material, it's used in asphalt, or, 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 or it is also used for production of biofuel or bioplastics. So uh, it kind of comes back to the carbon redirection. So yeah, why use energy to oxidize organics. There's all there are all means of uh, recover energy and recover nutrients from wastewater, and cellulose recovery is definitely uh, one of the most uh, efficient ways of doing this. Is it uh, is this really new uh, and it's not being practiced a lot? Has it been around for a little bit? What's I I I I, I would say it's an emerging technology. Okay. Um, it's not just uh, bench top or uh, I mean, there's lots of that. There are lots of demonstration facilities in, especially in Netherlands. Uh, but there are some uh, projects in uh, US, uh, in Bay Area. So it's well demonstrated. Uh, the products are already marketed. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't think it is widespread yet. But uh, we have at least proven the technology that works. Uh, it's all economics right now to make it more marketable, to make it more economically feasible. Yeah, gotcha. Well, um, Andre, as I mentioned, uh, WefTech Connect in the beginning, um, people that want to learn more about these topics, there's two two sessions in particular uh, they can check out. We have one called uh, Going Keto, Stories of Carbon Redirection in the Age of Advanced Nutrient Removal. And then another session is cellulose recovery from wastewater. So uh, we hope people go to weftech.org and register and join us um, for this uh, for this event and and check out those sessions. So 
Uh, Ander, I thank you for the incredible education you've provided to me today. Really, thank you so much. Hi, Travis. My pleasure. Words on water. <laughs>